0: it's a good show by the best show around the jim davis show on colorado's sports leader the team <laughs> talking avalanche hockey with the voice of the Avs, connor McGahey on the team with us on the chick-fil-a breakfast team phone line the radio voice of the avalanche connor mcgahee connor good morning how are you
1: and a good morning to you. I'm fine, Jimmy. How do you do today?
0: I, I do quite well today. Thank you for inquiring about my well-being. I appreciate that. Uh, wish Lovely the, stuff. <laughs> I wish the uh, well-being the avalanche was a little better. I mean, there, there were positives last night. They rallied from two, three-goal deficits, but they put themselves in two, three-goal deficits. Got a, Had a couple calls that did not uh, go their way last night. They end up losing to Florida at home five to four last night. Uh, another disappointing loss of the Avalanche like I said a game where they didn't play great at times but also the breaks the calls did not go their way as well.
1: Yeah and uh, as the stranger once said, sometimes you eat the bar, sometimes the bar eats you and uh, the bar's been eating <laughs> yeah <laughs> a little bit uh, way too much more yeah more more often than I'd like to be honest. but the uh, it is a pendulum and it will swing the other way. And we're just not used to these type of funks over the past couple seasons. I mean, we have to remember that we watched a team win the President's Trophy and then the Stanley Cup in consecutive years. And in both of those years, they didn't really go through what most teams go through, and that's streaks where you do lose five out of six games. Now, as Mark Rycroft said with me last night, it's not a slippery slope yet. Um, I mean, you're ninth in the Western Conference from points percentage right now. Uh, you try and get uh, obviously into the top eight, and uh, that can turn around at any time, but uh, you can't really go along like this for for a lot longer. I mean, the halfway point of the season is Saturday at home versus the Ottawa Senators. that'll be game number forty one And always remember that while rare, I mean runs are made in the second half of the season. 2019 Stanley Cup champion St. Louis Blues were dead last in the National Hockey League went on to not only make the playoffs but win the Stanley Cup so um, it's just uh, a little bit of a funk and not the not the the average white band kind it's, uh, it's the kind that uh, happens in sports but uh, knowing the type of talent and character that's in that locker room they'll get out of it
0: well hopefully they'll start to rock it like Herbie Hancock Nice. Work. Yeah, okay. just... Nicely done. I like it. <laughs> You're the only you know, guy who can I just, play this game. I just game try
1: with... and be a chameleon and blend in wherever I'm at.
0: You know? <laughs> well, certainly for the Avalanche, that um, you know, the, the frustration we've seen Georgiev you know, slam his stick on the ice in recent games with the way you know at times the Avalanche will played defensively in front of him. We saw that happen last you know, last night again with Kale McCarr, Devon Taves. I mean, two, you know, probably the two. Best, you know, defenseman in terms of a, a pairing in the National Hockey League. It's been a rough stretch with the way the, the Avs have played defense, most notably those two guys. And of course, uh, a guy that's already made himself a legend in Cale McCarr.
1: Yeah, and they were so good defensively before the Christmas break. When four in a row just allowed four goals total in that span. And, and then the break happened and they sort of lost their way in that regard. Um, and they started to get better. Um, in in the uh, the latter stages, I mean, basically, aside from that three and a half minutes in Vancouver, and then really in the entire Edmonton game, I mean, five on five in the in the, in the, the game versus the Oilers, Leon Drysidle and Connor McDavid had one shot attempt total between the two of them, and that's pretty stout defense uh, considering who you're talking about there. Um, that was an outstanding effort Saturday in Alberta. And then last night, those sort of pillars and principles went away for whatever reason. Now it always depends on what team you're, you're playing. I mean, Florida, if we're being honest, is kind of a mess right now. They're they're all over the place, and that first period uh, didn't really have any structure to it. Um, the Avs had their chances, and didn't really have the bounces, and the bounces went the way of the Panthers against the grain. Um, but it didn't really set up to start last night with. The avalanche having an opportunity to, to to really lock it down and get in their rhythm, and when that's the case inside of a hockey game, when it's not going your way, you have to make it go your way, and Colorado has to find a way to do that.
0: Well, I think if you look ahead of the schedule, that with the Blackhawks tomorrow, you'll be in Chicago for that one, and and then at home against Ottawa on Saturday. Monday at home against Detroit. You have Ottawa and and Detroit. You know two of the, you know two of the the lesser teams over in the Eastern Conference right now, and in the Atlantic Division near the the bottom of that division. That you certainly have a chance here. And Blackhawks are dead last in the Central. You'd like to think Connor a chance to get a little fatter, a little happier with some of the teams they have coming up.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree, and uh, it, it's one of those where. I mean, it's it is the NHL, and every coach would tell you that you know every team is an NHL. Team. It's not college basketball where you know you could have uh, Wake Forest versus uh, who knows somebody from from Nowheresville, Michigan playing, and and that's going to be a blowout. That's that's just usually not how it works in the National Hockey League. That being said, when you're playing three teams that are either out of the playoffs or teetering on making it in. Those are three games that you have to win with two of them being at home. Uh, I mean, Chicago is, is kind of speaking of being a mess. They are Um, Patrick Kane uh, has been out of the lineup. It's a possibility that he could come back tomorrow for Chicago. We will see. Um, But uh, that is a game that I feel like you have to win versus the Blackhawks. And then, you have to win at home versus Ottawa, a team that you've had a lot of success uh, over over the past really decade and, and almost their their entire existence. Um, and then it, it's it's a rivalry game, as people call it, with Detroit. But uh, again, a team that has struggled. So these these are three games that the coaching staff and the team will look at and say, "Hey, this is our opportunity to dictate to play Avalanche hockey and therefore get some wins."
0: He's the radio voice of the Avalanche, Connor McGahee joining us today on the Team Sports Network. Uh, just kind of an update on, on what you've heard about Gabriel Landeskog, Valerie Nachushkin. What does it look like in terms of how close are they to coming back?
1: Jim, I am Sergeant Schultz. I know nothing.
0: <laughs> okay. Nothing. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> I know nothing. Uh, Colonel Hogan, uh, please. <laughs> <laughs> Who, okay, Imagine the the writers room where they they pitched that show to CBS back in the 60s. Yeah. Hey, we're going to yeah. do a wacky comedy about a prisoner of war camp with Nazis. Yeah. We're going to make Nazis funny. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean that there's no way that that show ever gets to the airwaves today.
1: Well, 100% but also, I mean Werner Klemper, um, whose daughter strangely went to the University of Colorado, I found out, he played curl I think. he actually uh him, Schultz, both uh, born in Austria, Germany, came over to, to actually serve in the, in the American Armed Forces right. during the war. I mean, Werner Klemperer was in the USO US, for crying out loud. Um, I mean, so there's so many ties uh, for the actors who are in that show. to, And that probably was what helped to give it the green light, because they could make light of that. And even um, LeBeau being one of the, the few survivors of the concentration camp right. himself. So if he can make light of it, then I think it uh, gets the green light. But uh, that being said, one of my favorite TV shows of all
0: time. It's, Heroes. I, I, I enjoyed it immensely yeah. in reruns as well. Hey, before we yeah. let you go today, uh, I thought I'd save this part for last because you're a humble guy. Congratulations oh, no. on being the co should should be just you alone. No offense to Romy Bean, but it should be <laughs> just you. Uh, Colorado Broadcaster of the Year. Well done. Well deserved. Congratulations, my friend.
1: Thank you very much. It uh, it means a lot, and uh, it it is not lip service. I, I mean it that that everybody I get to interact with and work with on a daily, weekly basis that includes uh, that includes all y'all over there. Um, that uh, is is super special for me, and I uh, I'm just uh, lucky to be here every single day. And uh, but it it is a great honor, and I'm. Uh, very humbled and grateful, so thank you.
0: Well, you do a fantastic job. Well, well deserved, and, and, and I'm thrilled for you. I mean, uh, representing over here, the fight 9 7 bringing That's home right. some big-time hardware for your mantle in the concave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, It'll probably be, you know, like a, the, the tiny little brass trophy that you get from the trophy shop for your T-ball team. That's what it's going
0: to be. <laughs> well, you don't have to saw it down the middle and share the other half of it with Romy Bean, do you? I mean, you get to... Oh.
1: No, I think they both say sportscaster of the year. I just think they, because it was the exact same amount of votes. I think it was the only state without the case. Um, I don't know how it works, to be honest. I didn't even know that this was really a thing. So I, I'm, uh, I'm uh, like I said, just, just grateful to be it. But I'm, I'm, I think it's, they both say that sportscaster of the year.
0: It, there, so. it, no offense to her it should just be you but that's okay well, that's just okay, i'm I'm, okay. I'm biased i'm i'm, I'm very that. very biased she has been on our show by the way so yeah. we should say that Romy bean has been nice enough gracious enough to come on our program before so it's not like we're just sticking with our favorite guy in well, conor mcgahe
1: well i'm i'm it's, it's to my advantage to have you in the
0: corner so well, thank you well, th- well thank you and hopefully uh i'm going to come over for the affiliate game with st louis hopefully get a chance maybe between intermission to to say hello 100%. before the uh, before the game so hopefully that'd be a be a nice yeah, opportunity uh, if that works let's,
1: out let's make it uh earlier the better is that that one o'clock game versus yes the that's a one o'clock game in the afternoon. afternoon
0: yeah, yeah. hopefully we'll we'll, we'll 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 communicate and maybe find a way to make it work if it works with your schedule
1: 100 percent. let's do
0: it cool thanks connor appreciate it have a great day
1: you too boys thank you
0: all right there he is the connor sports caster of the year yeah connor McGahey Broncos PA voice versus Broncos